0: can't relate to cancel culture hookup culture or victim culture well neither could we we created this platform for those other girls girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a christian and conservative worldview we talk about life relationships work pop culture and true crime from a christian conservative perspective let's Be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. The views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy! Hello, everyone. You're listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory, and this is a pop culture podcast, not like other pop culture podcasts. We don't just talk about culture. We change culture. You guys let me know if you like that intro, if I should go back, all that stuff. Um. Okay, so super excited. We have Pamela. Sorry, y'all. I'm still you know over cold. We <clears> have <throat> Pamela back, um, and she's going to talk about her non profit noble critters um and i'm just excited to hear about it so first can you remind us who you are um and then tell us about your nonprofit?
1: yeah so um i came on those other girls um probably a couple months ago um so <coughs> i do modeling and acting and um i like to say that Life is definitely made a 180 and now I'm a wife and a mom to a two and a half year old and literally stay at home with him. So during his naps, I literally run my health and wellness business, my cookbook and my nonprofit. So all the way from 30 minutes to three hours, I fit as much in as possible. (laughs) Um, But my nonprofit is... um, Noble Critters. Do you want me to go straight into it?
0: Um. Yes, just talk a little bit about like what it is and then I'll ask you more questions from there. So yeah, just tell us like what exactly are Noble Creatures?
1: Critters. Yeah. So my nonprofit, Noble Critters, we basically sell apparel and accept in kind donations, but um, it's pretty amazing because we get back 100% of our profits to our animal sanctuary partners. So unlike a lot of nonprofits um, where, you know, the founder, the president, all these people are like making money off of it. My board and I don't take anything. So we're all doing it as a volunteer basis. And we are a 501c3. So we are obviously like a real nonprofit, not just filed with the state as a nonprofit. And it's, been pretty amazing because the whole reason why we started it is um, my husband and I love animals. We have we had four dogs and a cat. Now we unfortunately lost two, but we have two dogs and a cat, and all of them are rescues. And like my cat, who's making an appearance, um, we literally found him on the street, took him home, He's been with us ever since. Um, but we really want to start an animal sanctuary of our own one day. And until then, because, you know, you need the land, the infrastructure, you need to have enough um, donations to make sure that you can provide for the animals, we wanted to just do something ourselves. And this felt like an easy way to be able to give back. Somebody gets something for helping them and, you know, same thing, keeping it all in America, America based and, um, our sanctuaries truly are like one of a kind that the best, we have three and each one is like the best in their field, in my opinion. And we did a lot of research picking them and choosing, you know, the ones that we did. So, um, it's just been an amazing, amazing journey.
0: Wow. Um, lots of questions. I'm blown away that you guys (laughs) don't, uh, take a salary or anything like that. That's amazing um my first question though is can you explain a little bit what a sanctuary actually is yeah so each
1: sanctuary obviously has different animals and what they do what they take in because everyone files you know how they want to be so but most of the time a sanctuary takes in animals that really need help at the end of the day so um for instance one of my animal sanctuaries is Dallas Dog RRR and they have the worst animal cases you've ever seen. So dogs and cats that have been abused. um, And I, when I say abused, I don't mean like the videos that you see where like somebody smacks them. Like these dogs are going in for like blood transfusion, skin grafts, um, cats to missing parts sometimes, like, the worst of the worst and what they do for these animals is just incredible they'll obviously take them off the street get them the help they need then get them with a foster home who takes care of them until they're like really rehabilitated to be able to be with a new family um so it's just amazing the work they do i can't like rave enough about them um and then For instance, another one of our sanctuaries um, actually only takes in animals that were tested on in labs. So whenever they find animals that are either going to be released or they will bug labs to release the animals, then they take them in and give them a home to just be in and be able to be an animal until like the end of their days. So like I said, we really did a lot of research with which one we took, and we kind of took one from every kind of demographic. So our last one is a farm animal sanctuary, um, and I feel like I learned so much from them when we first started talking to them and and doing our our research. They gave us like a tour of their facilities, and what a lot of people don't know is if um, a farm animal is born with like a defect or maybe not in the healthiest condition most of the time they will just put them on the side of the road to let them die so obviously for people like us i mean you may eat, eat ugh, if i could talk you may eat meat or not but at the same time how we feel about babies it's still kind of heart-wrenching to hear that like these Babies just yeah, pass sad. away. Yeah. yeah, so sad. And like people don't know because obviously it's not like out there and nor do they want you to know about it because then you're not going to. I had no idea. This know, is my first time hearing this. Yeah, it's what everything I learned there. It's insane. It's kind of like um, horses. If they're horse racing horses and if they're no longer valuable, like they can't race horses anymore, then they will just sometimes take them and shoot them. And so same thing, like, instead of letting these horses die, Seal Ranch Animal Sanctuary will take them in and give them, you know, a nice life to just be a horse and be around other horses and, um, just eat and not have to race and just all these different things. So, um, I really am just grateful that these animal sanctuaries were willing to partner with us and um it's been amazing just to be able to give back from people buying t-shirts and hats you know
0: well that's really amazing i honestly which them of the farm animals i did not know um and all, i have a question about the uh animal testing do you know a lot about the animal testing um like do you know a lot about that or is that
1: well so i mean every like you know depending on what it is cosmetics okay. um obviously shots things like that they're all different so it depends on the animal and um, what they are i know that they have saved everything from you know chickens and cats and um i'm trying to think what else i know dog <clears throat> beagles are a big one beagles i don't know why See, the breed
0: i don't know much about it i saw i want to say weeks ago it was this picture of someone and they were making light of the situation but they had a picture of like a rabbit <clears throat> and then they had like lipstick on the fur and it was like this is what i thought animal testing was and i looked at it i was like mm-hmm. wait that's what i thought animal testing was so i thought you just maybe put lipstick on a rabbit and then called it a day but you know people were commenting just like some of the other like realities of what it is and i was wondering if you could like if yeah. you know a story that you can share something like that because i didn't know i i mean i didn't think twice about it really
1: well so i guess like the biggest one because i don't want to like say ones that people aren't going to like be able to know or research but like um I'm sure you guys have all seen about, like, the beagles with Dr. Fauci and, like, having their heads, like, and just basically being, like, eaten alive. So, eaten alive. And obviously, there are probably some where they are not as harmful to the animals when they're testing. But for the most part, from the most stuff that I've seen or heard about, it's pretty cruel. That's, um, that's
0: awful. I'm... I wouldn't say necessarily I'm an animal person. Like, I like animals. I'm nothing against them. But, like, even me, I I find that's disgusting. Like, I just feel like you just let them live. I don't see the purpose of doing – I don't understand the purpose of that, doing all that other stuff.
1: And I think if you're like a reasonable person, I don't think you have to be an animal person to get that. Like I listened to Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh is like the first person to be like, I'm not an animal person. Like my wife wants to get a dog. I don't really want to get a dog. Like those kind of things. But he, even when that story came out, he's like, this is ridiculous. Like, why, why are you doing this? And the beagles and how much money did we just spend to figure out that these things will eat beagle? You know what I mean? So I feel like the average person will be like, that's, really weird that we spend money on this kind of stuff especially when you get into that kind of research where it's like why why do we spend that much money on to figure this out you know and it's like what Um, do we do
0: with the information like is it just like okay check we this weird thing we know now like yeah what's the purpose
1: (laughs) yeah i don't i i mean obviously i understand for i mean i i may not agree with it all the time but i do understand for like cosmetic purposes and you know injections things like that like to make sure that they're not you're not putting your in your skin and you're it's melting your skin but at the same time call me crazy I feel like there'd be people who would volunteer for that to get paid for it like I feel like there would be people who'd be like oh you want to see if this makeup will melt my skin off I'll do it you know <laughs>
0: so and I'm it's like I don't can't they make synthetic skin like I feel like at this point robots can do it I don't know my yeah. charge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I would agree with you. I feel like we're, there has to be like more better ways, but I think it is, they don't have to pay for it. Like most of them. And then they don't really care. Like what happens to animals, if they die, you think that they're like that, they don't care. And then the amount of space that they give the animals to live, they are, they can do hundreds upon hundreds, you know? So I think that's the other big thing is, Like I said, I don't really agree with it, but you would think you could at least, if this is how it's going to be, like, maybe get the animal like a decent life while it's working for you. (laughs) That's just my opinion. But, um, you know, it's unfortunate that this is how it is, but yeah, I've learned so much since even starting that. I mean, we just did it because we like animals, you know, and like anytime we've gone somewhere, Um, I mean, we were on our honeymoon and um, I found stray dogs like all over the island and I would feed them and try to pet them and like do all the things because that's just how my husband and I are. So um, it's just unfortunate that obviously not everybody is that way. So we're just trying to do what we can for animals and help them out and help these sanctuaries out because they literally dedicate their lives to these animals and so and they run off donations so whatever we can do to help is what we can do and we're willing to do it
0: that's great that's that's, seriously this is a good it's a noble cause um so one of my questions is how did you what are some things you're looking for when you partner with a sanctuary
1: um well Number one, another 501 C three, cause that's important with our like federal filings to um, make sure that we're partnering with the same kind of people who are on, I guess you could say like the up and up with their paperwork, because um, I swear to you, I do more paperwork in a year than the time that I spend on my business because it's like ridiculous, the amount that they make you do to keep a nonprofit or a 501 C three running um but so that's really important to make sure that we're with another 501 c3 and then um i think also like visiting the facilities like we did with Sale ranch and new life um dallas dog i actually they're in dallas so i've never visited or even met the person that like we've you know sent checks to but i had followed them for a really long time before um, I had even started this nonprofit. So that was kind of like a no brainer for me because I, like I said, I haven't seen to the ability that they do with abuse cases and the rehabilitation, it's like they never see an animal and be like, there's no hope. You know what I mean? Like they still try and for the most part, they're very successful with getting these animals through whatever happened to them. So, um, I think that was another reason why that we chose them. Like I've been following, we lost our German shepherd like three, four months ago and it was like the biggest a a surprise because he was running around so happy and he must've had a heart attack within like the 30 minutes we went in to have dinner. Um, but I was following this case of a German shepherd who was like dragged by a car. Um, it was a puppy. It was just like a little baby, but, um, lost pretty much the side of its face. It had a broken jaw, um, all kinds of just stuff all over his body that had to be repaired. And since it was kind of left, um, I think it was like two days before somebody found it. So maggots, all kinds of just, I'm not going to go into detail and gross your, your, um, your listeners out, but if you saw this dog when they found it and it had even had like a graphic warning on Instagram and everything. Like if you want to see the pictures to what it is now, it's just, you're like in the belief you would think that you would see it and be like, this dog is not going to make it, you know? And, um, like I was even reaching out like when it's available for adoption, like contact me if we can get it. Because I mean, we had just lost ours and I just following this, this dog. And like the whole time when they're like, okay, we got a blood transfusion. Let's see how it's doing in two days. And I'm just like, come on, you can do it. Like (laughs) rooting this dog on from the sidelines. But yeah, if you follow them, you know, every, obviously they have so many that they're working on, but you'll see a new update like once a week and you're just like, wow, this is incredible. And it, it kind of like, it sounds weird, but it like gives you hope for humanity because it's like, if they can do this for animals, like imagine what we could do for people, if we all actually decided to do good. Um, So I think that's the other like connection to me with animals, because to me, you should always protect like the defenseless. And I feel like babies, elderly and animals are the defenseless. Like if you choose to be bad to any of those, that's on you. It's not on them. You know, most of the time, if a child lashes out, an elderly person lashes out or, an animal lashes out it's because of something that's been done to them in their past and that's on us as humans not because of them because we shape how they are in all aspects so um i think that's the other reason why i just have like a huge connection to it and i'm sorry but that was a very long answer to your question <laughs>
0: no that was good that was really good information um and that's really cool that they showcase there's one thing I um I have a friend who started a nonprofit and we were talking about stuff. And um I was saying one thing that nonprofits in general should be doing is like sharing their story, like showing like that's how people care. That's how you found out you wanted to donate to them is through the sharing mm-hmm. of the story and um telling <clears throat> like telling the story, I guess. I don't I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like telling the story. Um my yeah. next question is um what <clears throat> I'm sorry. <clears throat> What advice do you have for people if they want to start a nonprofit?
1: Oh, man. Um, Make sure you're willing to do a lot of paperwork. Um, I think that was like the, I mean, I think the big thing, obviously make sure you're dedicated to it and you're actually super passionate about it because you should not be starting a nonprofit for something that you're not passionate about because the work can make it defeating sometimes. Um, I, I don't know if I was just naive, but I thought, you know, okay, we're going to file this and then I'll probably have like a yearly filing, whatever it may be. Um, and like, that's it. And no, I swear I must get a new paperwork every year that I, forgot to file that I didn't know I needed to file cuz no one told me I needed to file it and it'll just like come in the mail saying I didn't si- I didn't file this. Um, so I think the biggest thing is like do your research because it's not streamlined whatsoever. Nobody talks to each other like you're you'll get something from the state and then you'll get something from the uh, attorney general and then you'll get something from your city and all the things. So um, yeah, just do your research to know upfront what you are going in into, I guess, um, because I have learned so much <laughs> on what you, I guess, have to do. And um, it's a lot, it's a lot of work, but obviously, um, you know, we started this, we wanna see it through and, it's just very interesting and laughable at times, <laughs> I guess is the best way to put it.
0: Um, the paperwork part sounds very frustrating um, <laughs> in it sense of a lot of work. <clears throat> My next question is, you, guys, you said that no one on the board takes a salary. What made you decide mm-hmm. to do that? Because to me, that's huge. I've never heard of a nonprofit doing that.
1: So when I started this, um, I feel like there was a lot of controversy in, maybe not like right at the time, but in the past previous years uh, wondering where funds were donated with nonprofits. And obviously there's um, a huge one in the past two years that's made a lot of money and there's a lot of questions going around on where the money is going. Um, and so I, I basically never wanted to be questioned. Because to me, I didn't start this to get rich. I started this to try to make a difference until we could have our own sanctuary. Um, And to me, it wasn't worth whatever possibly little money that I could make as a salary to then have to answer questions. So it just made it easier to say like, A, I'm not taking a paycheck, but if you wanna be on the board, you aren't either. And you can be okay with that or you don't and we'll find somebody else. Cause there's someone that'll be okay with it, you know? And luckily these are, um, three people who, you know, are amazing people. Um, and so they were, they were perfectly okay with it. And funny enough, one of them, uh, I just used to work with, and he's not, he was not an animal person that much when I asked him to do it, but I just knew he was a good person. And so I, and he had great business background. And so I felt like he would, um, just be good to have with us. And uh, he now has like two dogs, loves animals, <laughs> always talking about it. And so it's just so funny how you never know what life can do and what can happen. And um, it's just, a, I have an amazing group of people around it. And I'm very, very grateful that they are understanding and are on the same page with everything.
0: Yeah, for real. So what are, were some things you looked for? You said good person. What else were you looking for to be uh, on your board? Um, So one of the
1: um women on my uh, board is I've known her since I was like 14. She's a huge animal lover. Um, same thing has rescues. Uh, has like she rescued a cat, has one eye, like just you could tell, you know, she is an animal person. So that is a pretty easy one. Um, she has horses, so she has a big background in different kinds of things that is helpful when you're coming up with stuff and, um, and great at marketing. So that was another reason why it's just, it kind of all made sense. Uh, the other person is my husband, so biased, but he's an amazing man. <laughs> um, and obviously supported me through the whole thing, um, which was, as I said, a lot of work. So that was kind of easy. I think um, you're never going to find anybody more supportive than your significant other. So to have him on um, just makes it that much better. Um, And then, like I said, the third was somebody I had worked with, my husband and I both had worked with, and we just always got along so um even if we had differences in something we could talk about it and get along which i think is the greatest thing because it's always good in business to have different perspectives so i knew um bringing him on it was just going to be a great way to always have different ideas coming in um because because for instance we have a partnership coming up with a jewelry line erica woolston and um you know there's certain connections and things like that that you can only get from having diverse people on your board that have different mind frames like i said he wasn't an animal person but that's okay because sometimes we may need an input from somebody who at least you know may not be as close to the situation as me and like i said the other woman jessica that we brought on so um i think that's always a a good way to just choose people that are all, like I said, good people, but can bring different ideas and perspectives to the table because my idea may not always be the best. And so we're going to always need that. I think in business, you always need to have super positive, uplifting people, but that can bring different things because otherwise, if everybody is the same, you're always going to have the same ideas and it's never going to get you know, further because sometimes you need that person that brings an idea out of left field that you would have never thought of.
0: Yeah, you're so right. The diversity of thought, specifically the diversity of thought and interest is so mm-hmm. important Um, because, I mean, a jewelry partnership, that's huge. Eh? And that's out of the box as well. So that's really good. What are some other things that you guys have done over the years, uh, like partnerships or events and things like that? So we haven't done that much because unfortunately,
1: right when we launched, um, five months later was COVID (laughs) and shut down, um, as well (laughs) as I was super pregnant, (laughs) so I wasn't able to go to as many places. Um, but we did do, um, uh, like red carpet event with, um, like a, it was kind of like an all around thing. They had a fashion show. They had, um, were the speakers to, you know, motivation and business and all the things. So we did do that, um, I think, honestly, like three months before shutdowns. And then, um, so this next partnership with the jewelry is going to be our next new thing since getting started. We've had influencers post us and different things like that. But you'd be surprised being a nonprofit, how many influencers are like, well, are you going to pay me? And it's like, well, no, I don't, I don't even make anything off this. Why am I going to pay you? <laughs> like, I better make money before you make money. But, um, so that's kind of been hard because you would think that, you know, be, I mean, I know for myself, whenever I've had nonprofits, as long as I believe in the cause, obviously if I don't believe in it, I'm not going to support it. But if I believe in the cause, I've always been like, of course I'll post you
0: like, no problem. Yeah. But, that's very um, interesting. I yeah. I, like you, it yeah, that's interesting. Continue.
1: No, you're fine. I just, it was the same kind of thing. I just was kind of shocked with um, some of the responses when I would do reach out so much that I kind of like stopped doing reach outs because it just was, I feel like becoming more of a headache than it was um, doing good. But um, yeah, I'm telling you, it's, it's interesting which I'm sure you know with your jewelry. Um, but it's interesting once you start a business, I feel like the people you think are going to support you don't support you. And then the most random, amazing people support you. Absolutely. That you never thought, you know, I feel like I have mm-hmm. like a couple of people who are always posting noble critters, always like, Oh, I love what you do. And, I, and I've never even met these people, but they are just so supportive about it. And I guess see the vision. I don't know how else to put it, but um it's, it's pretty amazing how it's like you grow your own new tribe. I'm just going to call it around each business. Cause now I have three technically, obviously there are two aren't nonprofits, but it's crazy. The people who are like so supportive of my cookbook don't support Noble creditors and the people who are so around my health and wellness don't support the other two, you know? So it's just, it's so weird how you would think it would just kind of be like the same playing field across the board, but it is definitely not
0: <laughs> yeah that is uh interesting I think people kind of just find their thing and kind of stick with it I guess I don't know but I definitely understand and relate to that you would think x y and z would be so for you and then it turns out it's this random stranger that you all of a sudden are like mm. best friends with and you're like do I invite them to my wedding and if you you know you start thinking all the <laughs> things and it's like never even met you <clears throat> um, my, I guess, lastish question is, where do you see noble critters in five to 10 years? What are some things that you want to accomplish? And then how can we the audience help you with that?
1: Uh, I mean, big dreams. Ideally, my husband and I would have our own sanctuary um, and just be doing the work ourselves, I guess you could say. I mean, we've always envisioned, which is why you need property is having like our own house that we built with our own backyard and then literally like a separation to a separate gate and then have like our sanctuary literally like behind our backyard. So that way it's like all on one thing to take care of, I guess you could say. Um, so obviously that's big, big dreams. Um, cause you would need to find the land, be able to build the house, build the infrastructure for the sanctuary, all the things. Um, Uh, But that would be like the best thing ever if in 10 years we were like having this conversation and it was like, we have our sanctuary. Um, But yeah, I mean, ideally anybody can support us, whether they want to buy a shirt, do an in-kind donation. I mean, we have like, it sounds silly, but we have like little Christmas ones up right now. So you can get like Christmas sayings on sweatshirts and t-shirts, tank tops, all these different things. Um, but anything helps, um, even following us and sharing us like that all helps because trust me, even for us to advertise, like Instagram and Facebook still want money from us. So that's not happening. Um, so any, anything, honestly, from purchasing to just sharing, following us, commenting, all that really helps spread the word and lets people know like what we're trying to do, um, and get it out there
0: okay well everybody you hear your call to action um let's get the word out i love this i love what you guys are doing and like i said i'm not even really an animal person but i do understand the need to i mean if an animal is hurt you don't just walk past them that i don't understand Uh, um now um would I have, you know, tons of dogs? Probably not, but I respect those that do. And I think, like I said, like you, we, God gave us dominion the over these animals. So why not take care of them if you can't? I mean, that's the other thing too. I think sometimes, now I'm more on a tangent, but I do think sometimes people get animals and they can't really take care of them. So then they end up in these situations where they do need help. So that's just another, <clears throat> another side note. Um, is there any, oh, also too, before we end, can you talk a little bit about your, I just want to give you some time to talk about your cookbook and your other business since you're on, just like a quick summary of Thank them you. how we can support yeah. and check that stuff out too. So
1: my cookbook just launched on November 11th. So I'm super excited about it. Um, but basically it is a cookbook with all hidden recipes that are recipes that have hidden fruits and vegetables. So ideal for like that toddler that's super picky all the way to husbands, because I know my husband, if he has the option to not eat vegetables, he's not doing it. Um, So that was like kind of my idea behind it, because, you know, when I was talking to my business partners and stuff, they're like, well, what's going to be the theme? And I was like, I have to have a theme. (laughs) Um, So that's kind of what I came up with. And um, at the time, my son had a dairy allergy. So, all of the recipes are actually no dairy. But I do put in there that if you eat dairy, it's as easy as a swap of the same product that's not dairy free. Um, now he's not allergic. So, we don't really have to worry about that. But um, it's kind of nice because it's for everybody with that, with the way I did it. It's like if you have dairy free, it's already there. If you eat dairy, not a problem. So um, yeah, it's called Dishing with Pamela and you can get it at dishingwithpamela.com. Um, we're so excited. We're actually going to do the same thing coming up where we're going to donate a portion of profits to a different um, nonprofit that'll probably have to do with children just based on you know what the cookbook's about. So any support is obviously amazing with that. And the recipes are super delicious. I promise you where I'm actually, as soon as we get off, I'm gonna make one of them, which is sweet potato brownies. And it has the least amount of sugar you're ever gonna get in a brownie. And it's so good and so moist. So I swear you will love what is in there. And then my other business is a health and wellness business. So we have all natural, no toxin products, um, all the way from like household cleaners. Cause obviously I have a two year old and what he puts touches and then puts in his mouth is very (laughs) important to me. And I don't want it to be toxic cleaning products. Um, So all the way from that to like supplements, like protein and collagen and weight loss and all vitamins, all the things. So we're all made in the USA, which is probably important to this audience. Um, And it's just really nice to have like all natural products that you can trust and are, you know, clinically trialed and all those good things so those are my those are my things <laughs>
0: awesome 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 well thank you so much for coming on to talk about noble Critters and then to give us a quick look at your other endeavors uh, everybody listening check out noble Critters I will uh, link them in the description and let's support this is like I said earlier this is a great cause um, and um, yeah anything else you want to add at the anything else?
1: no thank you so much for having me obviously i love what you guys do and what your mission is all about and i am with you there so um i just appreciate even being able to come on here and talk to you more and (laughs) i just really
0: i love it yeah um thank you so much um everyone thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode please leave a review and a rating Send me some prayers so I can stop coughing um, and share this with your friends. I think this is a perfect episode to share with your friends. Non-political, non-controversial. We can all support um, this non-profit. We can all support hurt animals. Um, So, yeah, I guess that's it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a good day, evening, however, wherever you are. Bye. Bye.